your source for all things Texas Tech. This is the Ask Level Podcast from Double T 97.3. Hey, what's going on? Welcome into another episode of the Ask Level Podcast, episode number 29 with Chris Level. I'm Choice Woodman. Quite a bit has changed since we uh, last spoke last week, Level. Uh, when we spoke last week, there was a suspension for Mark Adams. Texas Tech had not yet played in the Big 12 tournament. A lot was still up in the air. There's still a lot of stuff up in the air, but uh, more more resolution, at least, as Mark Adams uh, has, well, he stepped down this past week. Uh, now Texas Tech is amid a coaching search. No... Uh, no team playing in the postseason for Texas Tech basketball after you lose out one game and done in the Big 12 tournament. So how's your week been? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, I think it just is kind of jarring uh, to see how quickly you go from playing Oklahoma State in a regular season finale. Yes. And then all of a sudden you look up basically a week later and or less than a week later, I should say, and nobody works for your staff anymore. Uh, you, you, you've, you've sent everybody kind of away and, and, you know, some may have the chance to return and you're not sure in any way what your roster looks like and there's no more games to play. Uh, so it just, uh, you know, you, you, you feel uh, a bit, like I said, it's just jarring just to see how kind of quickly this uh, this whole thing transpired. Uh, the, the 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 speed with which it did transpire is probably for the best. Sure, but it it's still just it's I don't know. It's it's sad. It's a reality check. It's jarring. It's all these things because some of these people had nothing to do with anything, mm-hmm. and it's just. You know, but you just, yeah, you don't know what the future holds. But anyway, it just all happened very, very fast. Um, and I think that the inquiry uh, that was done, uh, I think uh, as as Regent, you know, Dusty Womble, who's on the, the internal search committee, re- revealed on, on 97.3 on Saturday morning, he, he, I think he used the word dysfunction mm-hmm. a, a lot. I think that's a fair, fair word uh, to, to use about the program this year. A lot of drama, a lot of dysfunction. And all that stuff, and I think that's ultimately what why we're here. Not not because of what Mark Adams said to a player, yeah, about the Bible. Uh, just so I make that clear, I think there was a lot more to it than that. Yeah, that's exactly what <clears throat> Dusty said in that interview. Is that mm-hmm. it's it, it it didn't come down to a single moment. It was a combination of of the entire season and, and what you know, and you you follow the money. Mm-hmm. Okay, that typically is good. Uh, that is good advice in life when you're trying to kind of figure out things. And I think it it is very fair to ask aloud why when you owe somebody yeah seven and a half to eight million and you only pay them about four uh, or a little less than four, whatever. Um, I think that there's you know again there's reasons why. So sure. I'll let I'll let other people you know get get to the bottom of that i just think that is uh that is worth pointing out nobody just leaves uh four million out there out of the goodness of their heart kind of thing that's just not how how it works so there's there's just different 
dynamics at play. But again, I, I think it's probably best for Coach Adams and it's probably best for Texas Tech basketball that they kind of r- ride off into the sunset without each other. And and I, I, that's just my opinion. I, I mm-hmm. think that it, it, it clearly worked in year one. It clearly did not in year two, you know, um, and – but here, here we sit. So, have you ever seen a bigger fall from grace from one season to another like that? Where I mean, you're you're riding pretty high, Sweet Sixteen. You run into a different team <laughs> last year. It it could have been better than the Sweet Sixteen. Um, things were feeling pretty good uh, at the end of last season to where you end up right now. You don't see that many one year turnarounds like that or in the wrong direction in in sports. Yeah, I mean Chris Beard uh, this past that year. That would be one of them. <laughs> That's a bit. Yeah, I, I no, I, I don't, I don't know. Like around here, probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, look, and a lot of people like Mark. Uh, sure, I think steer, they care for him and and appreciate everything that he did. I just think that um, I, I would be willing to bet that he could. He would tell you that he is very relieved and stress-free on on a day like today compared to the the constant worries and concerns that you have when when you're in the middle of uh, the machine like he was uh but yeah I mean it was it was about as good as you could be or close to it I mean you weren't like winning championships or anything last year but you you were extremely relevant you were sweet 16 you're a few possessions away from from knocking off Duke you, you, you I mean you just you had a team that everybody thought was a pain in the ass to play against, and then this year, it just wasn't. It wasn't any of that, and you you just lost close game after close game after close game, just rinse and repeat, and uh, and then all the drama with whatever went on in Maui, with whatever went on throughout the deal, and Fardaw is in the portal or not in the portal, or are you making him play? Is he really hurt? I mean, all, all just just constant, just stuff. I mean, just just stuff, 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 uh, and then and then to have it in like this. I mean, yeah, that's a fair fair point. All right, before we, everybody wants to know the who, the the names on the list, that sort of things. Before we get into that, I, so do I. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you, you mentioned the committee, um, so this is similar to how Texas Tech did things uh, last time around with Joey McGuire hiring in football, right? You, you've got yes. a little committee together. Uh, people of that's how Mark was hired as well. True, true. Yeah. So d- people of different backgrounds, a lot of diversity in there in terms of where they come from, what they're doing. Um, what I guess why was this particular group chosen? So I, I think um, you, you know I, I think I think Kirby, uh, you know, and I and you know Dusty's a regent. You know, obviously mm-hmm. Kirby Hokut, the athletic director. I think we we know Dusty is is involved with football and basketball as much as the people around there uh, want him to be. Sure. And I think he he he's got a vested interest in in these two programs specifically. I, mean, I think he wants the whole department to do well, but he's got a vested interest in these two depart or these two programs doing well. I think, you know, I mean, I, I'd said it from the onset. I mean, you need to go try to find uh, the, the the basketball version of Joey and no better person to, to try to find that than than the man himself. I think I think Joey can give, you know, Kirby and and Dusty and President Skuvenick or whoever else may be loosely involved with this. Here's how a coach thinks. 
here's what here's why I like this answer from him. Here's why I didn't like this answer. He could just give them a different uh, perspective and point of view. And I think Norin Sodiase is the, is the same from a player standpoint and a, and a, and a uh, you know an alumni standpoint. Um, so no, nobody's got anything bad to say about a guy like Norrence. I think Norrence played on the biggest stage of, of them all and, um, and should have had the game winning free throws, uh, there for the, to, to win the whole thing. And, but I just think he's so closely removed or, or closely, I don't know if that's the right word, just recently removed from mm-hmm. the program that he's still, you know, and, and, and he knows what it's supposed to look like when it's at its best. And he also knows the, you know, some of the good, some of the bad, all, all those things. But, I mean, I, I, I find it ironic, though, that before the Texas game in this building last year, okay, the the, the chaotic one when there's a circus tent outside of the, the <laughs> yeah. rec fields and, you know, uh, but Norrence and Joey were two that spoke to the student body before that game started. And I think that it's ironic that they are now – yeah, on the committee because they both got the microphone and addressed the fan base, and so I just that it's some irony there, no doubt. Uh, so when you're looking at the type of coach Texas Tech goes after, are we looking for a an up and comer? Is this a guy that I don't you know hot I, name? Like what 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 do you think they're looking for here? I I don't know. You know, years ago whenever they decided to replace spike dykes Uh they made the conscious effort and they they were like we want somebody that is gonna run a a fast-paced or explosive offense we want to light the scoreboard up right and that decision alone branded texas tech football for years and years and it still really holds true and and i think mike leach is the one that was hired uh rich rodriguez i think there was some concerns that he was going to take the job and then end up, you know, he was the OC at Clemson and then he was going to end up back at uh, Clemson as the head coach and all those things. But Mike took the job and, and I think he ran with it. Now in this particular instance, your, your brand is probably defense, although it wasn't this year, but I, I just think you, you go find the best fit. I don't, and, and I would be leery look, I've seen the Rick Pitino and the, and the coach K and all right tossing out all this stuff. I don't buy any of that for a second. I don't think that you're you're gonna go hire somebody because it's a band-aid. Uh it's it's somebody that yeah. one, it's far-fetched that they would want to come here. And I don't really know why you would want them to be here. Uh just because when you're that age, you're gonna go hire somebody when you already already immediately are wondering about recruiting cycles and like, man, are they gonna even be here next year or two years or right? You know, there, there's all those questions immediately. So uh, I just think you need to go find the best fit. I don't think it matters if they've been a you know are a head coach uh, or an assistant now or that they've been here before. Or I think that these are the following things they need to they need to be a, a what, what I think would be termed as a good fit here, mm-hmm. like a good a good idea of how this place works, what it's about, what its pros and cons are, and all those things. Doesn't mean you have to have been here before. Uh, I think you know you need to have be an engaging personality. I mean, there, there's there's some common themes here between Wes Kitley, Tim Tadlock, Greg Sands, Joey McGuire in that conversation there's a variety of people that are wildly successful here that have these um 
this engaging personality. They are they are part of the community and all those things. And and I think you know the the second thing is you better have a really good feel for the portal and how to use it. You know, because you're going to yeah. need it. You know, you're you're going to need it. And and I think nil there's an nil component. I think there's you know so the, it, it's tricky. Is that young guy? Is that old guy, older guy? Is that current head coach? Is that assistant? Is that somebody that's been here before? I mean, we we could talk talk about various names, and I think some of those people fit that criteria. But again, I just circle all the way back to you need the basketball version of Joey, man, because he checks every box and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I think that's what everybody. If you ask the Red Raider fan, the basketball version of Joey McGuire is is probably what they would they would put on the wish list. That's what they would want, but. Who is that is is the big question. Who who has that kind of energy? Who has that kind of upside? Uh, are there any names in particular on the on the watch list that uh, come to mind for you? Or is it just like, well, you you I mean, you put out a watch list this week. You you take me through them. Okay. Um some yeah, of the like, younger guys. Yeah. Grant McCaslin's a name that's been mentioned a whole lot, the coach mm-hmm. at North Texas right now. I know Fran Fraschilla, some others have been talking about him. Uh, Paul Mills at ORU has had a lot of success there. He's been at only ORU as a head coach. Um, but he was he had a team that uh, was a one three-pointer away from being the first ever 15 seed to get to the Elite Eight. So, obviously, any coach. Uh, yeah, and Mills is a... Mills is somebody that is uh, a Baylor assistant, yes, and, or a previous one, and has done has done well. He's I had think the least... played played at Baylor too, right? Am I correct on that? I well, I just knew he worked at, at Texas okay. Tech. His wife went to Texas Tech. I knew he worked that. at Tech, but he's yeah. got. But he, he was at he was worked for Scott Drew uh, for for several seasons. So and, and look, Grant, Grant. I, I've known Grant for a long time. I mean, not well. I don't pretend to know him well. Uh, we we would speak uh, whenever I would I would see him. Some he would always, uh, you know, I, I I would be shocked if this is a job that he's not interested in. Sure. Um. And and, and look, and and the naysayer may say, look, you know, you 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 have your coach in North Texas. You're you're that you're going to NIT. Um. You know. And so, but I I, I think he. Look, he's somebody you 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 I think would be crazy not to talk to, you know, and I sure. think that they will. I think that they will. But I think Grant uh you know, look, I think that the, the there's media folks out there that feel like okay, he would be uh a pain to deal with here for the opposition. And what I mean by that is people would hate to see him get this job because they'd have to have to play against him and all those things uh, twice a year in the league and all that. Um but um I you know I don't know if he's a front runner I just think he was yeah you mentioned Paul Mills I think that makes mm-hmm. some sense for some of the same reasons that you know now he doesn't have any necessarily connections to Texas Tech and Lubbock like like Grant does but they you know obviously Baylor assistants together uh I think for a period of time I believe I think that's right I think there was some crossover there mm-hmm. um you know and obviously his his tie to Tech Paul Mills is is, is he coached Kevin O'Banner Right. Uh, and, and obviously didn't really miss a beat losing, losing uh, O'Banner at all, which is a credit to him as a coach. Sure. And and I think has done it with not many resources and just an elite level score. And I will see what they do later this week in the, in the NCAA tournament as they play, I think, was it Duke in the first round? Yeah. Not an easy draw there. Yeah, <laughs> Hot yeah. team and 
but yeah, twelve five so, matchup. Um, and and I think, uh, uh, you know, like I I've I've heard you know obviously Coach Perry's name because he was here last year when they were wildly successful, and I, I think many people, mm-hmm. and I think it was alluded to Dusty the other day. That was really when things went uh, sideways for Mark's tenure is when. Barrett was kind of I, I don't mind saying it kind of forced out uh I, I'll let I'll let other people kind of figure out and connect dots on kind of how that played out uh and and the, you know and but Barrett had a lot to do with the way the roster was put together a year ago then you look at how the roster was put together this year yeah. you know I I, I think a lot uh, different. Um, I think Andy Kennedy's name is brought up to me mm-hmm. uh, um, as somebody, you know, he's going to be in the NIT as well. I, I was, I think Andy Kennedy and uh, Grant McCaslin actually just played each other in their conference tournament uh, <laughs> late last week. And he's, ha- he's got UAB rolling. I think that people would tell you that he has a really good feel for how the portal is working and has used yeah. it. Uh, I think that there's people in Oxford that have told me that he is uh, a, a big time personality, very, very smart, um, stayed at Ole Miss for 12 years that if they would have used the criteria that they use now, okay, for NCAA tournament selection, like the quad stuff, the net rankings, and all that, there was probably three other chances where he would have probably made the the tournament. Um, and so, you know, and he coached Marshall Henderson. So if you can coach Marshall Henderson, you can coach anybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, and I mean that as a as a compliment too. I, I loved uh, Marshall Henderson. He the the right, the land shark guy, right? He was. Um, but I, I, there's going to be some wild cards here. There's going to be some names. You know, you, you hear about Coach McCollum at uh, what what is it? Northwest Missouri State, mm-hmm. I think is. You, you hear uh, the College of Charleston head coach, uh, and, and these are just mid major types. These are folks that maybe have some connections here. Uh, but this this isn't by any means a, a list. I mean, because right, I think Jerome, right. Jerome Tang makes the most sense to me, uh, or 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 Calvin Sampson, you know, uh, Kelvin Sampson. Excuse me. Yeah, Kelvin. Uh, I think yeah, that makes the most sense. But I just don't know if those are realistic or not. Sure, sure. If you could, uh, those are obviously the names at the top of the list. Yeah. Um, what about the two with the the Texas connections and Rodney Terry? If Texas, I, I, he may have locked his spot in into Texas this have. past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but if Texas says no to him or Chaka Smart, who has had a ton of success since leaving the Big Twelve Conference, any sort of reality in in pursuing those for Tech? Yeah, I, I think Rodney Terry would make a lot of sense. Uh, I, I do think though that he's very close to landing that job on on a permanent basis. Mm-hmm. I think that. To, He's going to make it, but them winning the Big Twelve tournament championship and being a what is it a two seed? Two seed. Yeah. I, I think if they get if they win to the Sweet Sixteen, I, I think you almost have to give him that job again. You don't have to do anything, but I think he will have yeah. forced their hand a bit. It would it would be very strange to go a different direction based on what he's done. And again, time will tell if that was the right move or not. I just also don't know what direction they go if they don't end up you sure. know, promoting Rodney Terry. But I do think that he's somebody that would be worth talking to if he is out and available. Spent a lot of time at UTEP, but he's kind of a UT guy. He spent a mm-hmm. lot of time on Beard's staff. I mean, you know, excuse me, on Rick Barnes's staff. And then mm-hmm. was obviously on, on Beard's staff. I think Chris Ogden, if Rodney Terry uh, stays there, I think Chris Ogden would stay. I think the bulk of that staff would would remain in uh, intact. 
Um, but yeah, he is, you know, and I've thought about Joe Golding, who's at UTEP now, and I, they didn't have a very good year this year. Uh, I think that's a very difficult job. You know, there was a time when I think Joe Golding would have made a lot of sense to at least visit with about this job. He's one of Chris Beard's best friends. And, and, and I, I think, uh, you know, they grew up together, I, I mm-hmm. should say. So anyway, I, uh, I don't think that is necessarily again, but it, it doesn't hurt to talk to these people, but uh, I just, you know, I, I'm not sure where I think this could take a bit, I guess is my point. Yeah. I think this could take a bit just because the, the, some of these guys play games Wednesday nights, right. Thursday, Friday, I think that, you know, uh, and again, the portal window opens up uh, early this week. And so, you know, I mean, you're trying to get it done as quickly as you can. Uh, so, and, and hopefully somebody knocks your socks off, you know, and like has a good plan and a good feel right. and feel is the right fit. And, and then the other thing too, is all these people, like, what, what are you going to surround yourself with when you're here? Because that was Absolutely. the secret with Chris Beard here is that one engaging uh in the community uh made made so many different people feel like they were important and involved got sideways with a few people as well but but for the most part made everybody feel like and that's why it it, it frustrated everybody so much whenever he left uh or it hurt so bad but but the the beauty of chris was he surrounded himself with elite people and i think that that's the key for the next guy is okay who do you surround yourself with you know you've got to have quality because this this league's a monster man i mean it it, it is there, there's no there's no gimmies here and so you've yeah. got to have everything kind of tightened up with good staff and 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 budget and roster and all that because everybody else is pushing their chips to the middle of the table as well in this league when it comes to basketball uh, a couple basketball-related questions from the audience. Logan asks, there's another one on a, a name, any chance at all Tech looks at Rick Barnes? I mean, th- to me, that makes more sense than Rick Pitino or or someone like Mike Krzyzewski. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> right? um, but, but, I mean, it, it's a it's – a, he's the back end. I think he's got a really good job now. I think that he's got it rolling now. I guess I would say I don't know why Rick Barnes would want to talk to you. That's because yeah. t- t- Tennessee's. I mean, he's really had that thing rolling. I think he's he's got great support, and so uh, you know, I, I can't say that you shouldn't talk to him. I just don't sure. know if why if if I'm him, why I would visit with you. If that makes sense, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, this is from Paolo. Says is Texas Tech going to be seen as a football school for a while? Is that Ben Carroll? <laughs> it's not. I, not. I don't think so. The guy oh, okay. got mistaked okay. for uh, Pat Mahomes at the F one race. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. Yeah. You said Paolo. Is that what you said? Paolo. Yeah. Paolo. Okay. Yeah. Paolo from Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Is Tech yeah, going to be seen as a football school for a while? I. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I. And, and the reason I say that is. One, you you could start to be really successful in football here, and I think that that is not a bad thing. I just don't know if really, I mean, look, you've been really good in baseball for a stretch, really good in track and field. Nobody like attaches sure. these labels to you with when it comes to, um, you know, I don't know why you can't be good at both when it comes to football <laughs> and men's basketball. Sure. Uh, but we'll we'll kind of see how this plays out. I just. I think the thing about this job is there's a lot of support for it. There's a lot of resources here for it. There's a lot of facility here for it. 
and we'll just kind of see what what this thing looks like in the next you know week or so as as this thing gets kind of yeah moved into a different direction but i just don't see the support uh financially and and all that going away and so that means that you're going to try to be very relevant there and with that i mean again you were in the sweet 16 year, i mean like less than a year ago sweet right. 16 that that's that's elite level territory you know Absolutely. you've been in the NCAA tournament for the last six years elite eight final four i mean championship game sweet 16 i mean th this is this is big time stuff you haven't touched this level of success football-wise hardly ever, yeah. ever. I mean, nationally, think about you it. You know, Level, you, you mentioned that. you Tech was in the top 10 in terms of consecutive tournament appearances coming into this season. Obviously, that's going away now. But your four in a row, four in a row tournament appearances is top 10. That shows how difficult it is to get to the tournament consistently and where this program has been. So, yeah. And this question from Juan is, is and it's technically four out of five years though, because correct, correct but one, four yeah. consecutive tournaments. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you don't, you don't like the COVID banner up I am, at the top of the arena. I'm going to go on record saying I'm not a fan. <laughs> I don't know who's yeah. keeping that up there at this point. Uh, yeah. Juan asks, uh, a similar question, kind of in line with that. Do you think with all the craziness in men's basketball, does this drop our program or can we rebound and keep the success going? Well, I mean, th there was never a time when it was crazier when Chris Beard left on April the 1st. True. And you felt you, your roster at that point was somewhat depleted. You had some holdover players, which I think were, were key factors and you don't know who your staff is going to be. And then you ended up in the sweet 16. So <laughs> sure. I think you've answered yeah. your own question. You can rebound it rather quickly. Now you need a little luck. You need to, you need help, you know, to be healthy and you need somebody like, uh, you know, a Bryson Williams, that's a unicorn that, uh, that is extremely, uh, <laughs> I mean, you were, you may not get another one of those. It's about like a once every hundred years type guy. And I'm talking about that, like the way he is wired, the way he, how mature he was, the the talent level and all those things that was, but to answer your question, yeah, absolutely. You can rebound this thing very quickly. I mean, look at, I mean, look at Kansas state. Perfect example. Kansas state was rock bottom last year. Mm -hmm. They're picked to finish last in the league this year. What are they, a three seed? They're a three seed in the tournament. Yeah, yeah. and you'd be lucky to get their coach to talk to you about, about your job. You'd be lucky to even have a conversation there yeah. because of kind of how quickly he turned that. And they're going to back up the truck and go, no, we, we got us one now. We're going to pay him whatever he wants. <laughs> they will. They yeah, will. I mean, so, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, you, yeah. you can absolutely get it turned quickly. Uh, this last question from Matthew asks, how many players do you think we'll have back on this roster from next year or for next year? I, I think some of that's going to depend on who you hire. Some of mm -hmm. that's going to depend on how long it takes to hire them. Uh, that That is an impossible question to answer at this point. I think, you know, we've seen the rumors about Elijah Fisher. We've seen the rumors about Fardaws going to the portal. I think I've heard Davion Harmon is going to do that as well or, or just skip his last year of eligibility. And I don't think he's ruled anything out. And again, like with Fardos and Elijah Fisher, just because if they go into the portal, if that's what happens, doesn't mean they can't remove their name and stay right here, you know, yeah. depending on who's hired. And you're just simply keeping your options open. 
Uh, so I, I think, but here, here, here are the facts. A new coach will be tied to their current players. Uh-huh. Uh, could be a tied to certain players out there. Sure. Uh, may, may come in and go, yeah, I think you guys, it would be best if y'all, you know, had, had, had another, you know, go, go somewhere else. So, so I, I think that whose decision it is, who's making that decision, what are the reasons for that decision on, do I stay? Do I go? Do I want to be here? Do I not want to be here? Do they want me here? Do they not want me to be here? I mean, all those things. Right. Um, it, it and it's a bit tricky uh, because you know, and you need to hold on to some of these guys. I don't think you can, you you literally cannot afford for like a mass exodus here, or you're you're kind of in a you're in a bit of a bind, uh, you know. So anyway, so I think, oh well, we've had three players announce intentions or hopes to stay, if you want. But like you said, that that is still so much in the air. I believe, I believe. Uh, Tyson implied it, Pop Isaacs implied it, and Kyron Lindsay, who that that's going to be an interesting case because he right now doesn't have a free transfer anymore. Right? Well, uh, yeah, neither would uh, Jalen Tyson. Or Tyson. Uh, neither, would, neither would Daniel Bacho. Neither right. would Demorion Williams. Neither would Kerwin Walton. Now, they could, in fact, uh, claim to the NCAA that they have suffered mental right. anguish. And, That's the big loophole that they allowed for. And, and, and all these things, and and then be granted a, a waiver because of what they've endured, or whatever sure. they would claim, uh, and then be allowed to to transfer and be eligible immediately. But short of that, they're kind of they, – they can transfer, but they'd have to sit a That's year. Sit a year, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I think there's a – yeah, there's a lot to – There's a lot. Plenty. Who, who, again, I I know, and and people get sick of hearing I don't know, or I I, I but there, there's so much of this that is so fluid that it could change by you know two hours from now. It could change you know variety of times with, with within the next week on on just one player, much less an entire roster. But that's how quickly you, you know it, it it all moves at, at this day and time, especially once seasons start to end this week from folks in the NIT and the NCAA. Yeah, this is, uh, it's going to be a crazy couple of weeks here. We have no idea what, <laughs> what direction Texas Tech's going to go. Um, and, and a lot of it is a waiting game because most of your candidates are going to be active right now with the NCAA tournament. So and that's what you want. So um, it's, it's going to be pretty fun to, to keep an eye on, but uh, this is but, one thing. Some of the names we've talked about are not. Yeah. You know, they're they're not involved. True. Yeah, they're not. Uh, so. so, yeah, UAB is in there. Kansas State's in there. Iona is in there. Um, Oral Roberts is in there. Excuse me. I said UAB. I mean, Oral Roberts. UAB's in right. NIT. NIT. I mean, and, and again, and there's UNT. Yeah, College of Charleston, uh, his name, you know, they're, they're, in, there, in, yeah. they're in the NCAA. But, but there's, again, where does this thing – stop start these are just names of other people because the way it works too is agents agents get involved float their names out search Mm -hmm. firms are gathering info and and recommending we think you should talk to these folks i mean so you you just have to be careful of of what's out there and what you believe but one thing is true uh this is an important hire in terms of keeping that success one one year you can have a down year and still get back up off the mat pretty quickly but 
to to keep that momentum of your basketball program this one is is pretty vital yeah no i i, I don't uh, i don't disagree um and and it really for that person the work starts immediately you know because yeah. you, you have to re-recruit the players here you have to start to to you know build your culture because that's just what you really didn't have this past year i think when you hear dysfunction and you hear all these terms that, that are thrown around describing the season drama and all that mm-hmm. it's basically just counter counter to having strong culture which you clearly didn't have uh, or it would have been not dysfunctional or or whatever when you have strong culture you don't hear words like that you know so yeah so no doubt level hey you're in the uh you're in the school business you get spring break now right a little bit yeah a little bit okay um, yeah a little bit uh for, for the old day job yeah so i'll get to watch the NCAA tournament and awesome. uh and kind of just process this week and figure out who the, the red raiders uh are gonna hire here yeah. so we'll kind of be working on all that together i guess so do, does the uh the NCAA tournament is with without Texas Tech in it. Is it sulking mode? Is it kind of just like, oh, I hate this? Or are you still able to enjoy it at all? <laughs> all I know it's above. been a while since all, since... all, all, all the all the above. Okay. Um, I I, uh, I would say that when you're when you're there and in it and you're mm-hmm. playing on a Thursday or Friday, you really don't get to. hotel room where you can kind of watch games and things like that but yeah. you're just kind of in the machine and and all that and so uh i i guess I, I i will try to enjoy being able to sit back and process it and watch it just like as a normal because and and it's funny because you you take it for granted that sure. you you've just like hey man we're gonna just go every year well i mean it's so not, easy to not do. necessarily yeah exactly and you you go for that little stretch right there and then you realize okay it's it's hard to get there and yeah. and and hard to to get there consistently and as we've just found out here so. <laughs> i mean you're so right and, and not tech fans but every fan it's it's easy to fall into that territory like it was i grew up on tech football thinking it was my god-given right to get to watch tech a in a bowl game yeah same thing. I mean, I thought yeah. that uh same for baseball where it's like hey we go to omaha it's what we do so yeah. no no basketball You've been in this territory where times are good and uh, they they can go away so fast. So you got to be, got to soak it in. So level, enjoy your spring break and uh, we'll have plenty to talk about next time as well, I'm sure. You got it, man. Keep hope alive. We'll talk to you next week. That's Chris Level. I'm Choice Woodman. You've been tuned in to the Ask Level podcast powered by Double T 97.3. You've been listening to the Ask Level podcast powered by Double T 97.3.